0: His routine on how I, I worshipped and prayed and fasted and studied his word to a more intense uh, training of it. He said it was more that I had to uh, like get, get involved in. And because of the times that uh, are coming, I told you in 2018 he told me then that perilous times would come. And it was like around 2020, uh, he told me to come away, come up hither, uh, because there's some things he wanted to show me uh, and things he needed to impart to me that will be necessary in this time that we're living in today and to become more comprehensive in my study and understanding of the kingdom to really get to know what it's all about, the timelines, the dates, the, the principles of the King and and various things on how to rule, reign, how to decree, declare, how to bind and loose. All of these things, he wanted to kind of like tighten, he wanted me to tighten my belt. Well, I was like Paul. I was not disobedient to the heavenly mission. And uh, I have, the Lord has just blew my mind, really. Because he is so uh, exhaust, inexhaustive, like we talked about, the unsearchable, untraceable, incalculable, the depths of God. So much, so much, so much, so much. And even with my 40-something years of training and teaching, I see that I'm just at the tip of the iceberg. He's just that vast. And uh, I just want to let the Lord use me. I told him, you know, I don't want to have any input. Just use the vessel to what you wanted, what you want to do, and how you want it to do. Because God knows the times. He knows the seasons. He knows the temper of the season. We don't know these things. We—he knows the progression, and 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 what must surely come to pass, what must be done now, what must be done next year, you know, what must be done uh, three years from now. And so he has a purpose, a proceeding purpose on why he does what he does, when he does it, where he does it, and how he does it. One of the things the Lord was dealing with me, and we talked a little bit on it last week, we talked about the call and how in Psalms 133 it says, it's like the anointing that fell upon the head, even Aaron's head, down to the beard and down to the skirt of the garment. And there God commands the blessing, even life forevermore. And uh, when I got home, he gave me a little bit more. And he wanted, he wants me to just share this. I have so much to share. A lot of it I will pick up on tomorrow at the 2.30 broadcast of Rivers. Because he has this past week he's given me tremendous amount of information that the body of Christ is going to be critical that you learn these things. And this is not a time to be lazy. This is not a time to be lackadaisical and procrastinate. We're in the thick of things, so we better know what God has called us to do and what and be about doing it now, because once we leave here, uh, it's over. There's no more work that we can do under the sun, no more rewards. The works that you've done there, what's going to follow you? But what He told me, and this was a uh, sixteen. I, I even put down the time. Uh, July sixteenth uh, at 10, 10.30 in the morning he says some people are trying to operate in the five-fold ministry which is the hand of God we, we went over that last week the hand of God which is the apostle the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor and the teacher it's called the, the hand of God in First Peter 5 and 6 It says, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty, that word mighty means godlike, hand of God, that he may exalt you in due season. And uh, he says some people are trying to operate in the fivefold ministry, which is the hand of God, when they've been called to other parts of the body. It could be the ministry of helps, administration, exhortation, you know, uh, you find these gifts in Romans 12, 6 and 8. Could be giving, it could be mercy, it could be worship. And <clears throat> these are just as good of gifts. You know, God doesn't uh, pay one greater than the other. You know, He pays every man according to his work, of course. But they are, uh, some of them feel, are uh, trying to operate as fivefold ministry which is a separate office, is, is Christ himself. Christ is an apostle. He's a prophet. He's an evangelist. He's a pastor and a teacher. And those are his offices in, in, in Ephesians 4 and 11. And he has to have a special date with you before you can say, well, God called me to that. He will call you if that's what he wants you to be. You will never forget it. Like I said, you know, I was reading about how Paul said that he comes to visions, and a lot of our, uh, the apostles of Christ, they see visions. It said in um, uh, <clears throat> Acts 2, 7, Your young men, meaning apostles, shall see visions, and your old men, meaning your prophets, Shall dream dreams, and I thought about the fact when the Lord revealed Him to me, Himself to me in a vision. And I'm always set up under apostles all the time. And uh, the Lord has sent me to various things. And you can operate as either uh, 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 like Paul, he operated as an apostle and a teacher. Uh, You can operate, like I said, I've operated in various of those offices. I've been a shepherd, teacher, I've gone out evangelizing. I have given a word, never never a judgment, but the ministry of the prophet, and set up a light in a dark place. Those are gifts that only Christ can call you to, and you can't assume those offices unless he has a personal encounter with you. It can't because you want to, you feel like you want to, or or, or, or whatever, or whatever you're doing. He himself has to come and acknowledge you like he did Paul on the Damascus Road. He identified himself to Paul. And then he told uh, uh, Ananias that he had called him and that he was going to... Uh, go to the Gentiles you know so what I'm saying is that he says here that some people are trying to operate in the fivefold ministry when they've been called to other parts of the body and uh, helps ministry of helps you know uh, just because you've been anointed with oil he says or even say I'm called to the fivefold ministry uh, or even had hands laid on you by the by the presbytery. All of that does not mean that God has called you to the fivefold. You have to have a personal date with him. He will make it known. He will come to you and you will know it's him and you will never forget it and he will continually deal with you about that office that he's called you to, whether it's Apostolic, prophetic, evangelistic, pastoral, or tutorial—the teacher—he will constantly deal with you in that area, um, and he will not deal with you in that area or even empower you. You could have men put oil on you, but you got to have the power of that office. And if you don't have the power of that office, you cannot function without the principalities picking you off you got to have power I was studying about uh, the apostles and the different types of apostles that Jesus ministered to and uh, one of them he told them not to depart from Jerusalem until they be endued with power from on high and then they could go and be a witness in Jerusalem Judea Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth, but not until they got filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, Alright. He said, even though people come down to the altar and say the sinner's prayer, it does not mean that they say. You have to believe it in your heart. (laughs) Not only confess it with your mouth, you gotta believe it in your heart. God got to take that stony heart out of you and give you a heart of flesh. And and a lot of times uh, you will know, and God knows who has done those things and who have not, who have just came and offered lip service, but they didn't believe it in their heart. And they don't have a heart of flesh. The heart of flesh means that you're sensitive to the things of God, you believe God's word. It means that you will respond to God and when he tells you to do something you will feel endeared to obey him and you will love him you know you will have a heart of flesh that is uh, from him himself you will receive his heart and God knows the ones that are sincere and the ones that are not sincere alright and uh And if, in fact, God has called you, whether it be fivefold ministry, whether it be ministry of help, you always got to go and back it up in Scripture. You know, the Scripture is what validates the call. The Word and the Spirit always agree. You, you know, like when the Lord called me, He gave me Isaiah 61. I had no idea what... Isaiah 61 meant. At all. Period. When I saw that, it frightened me. I thought it was judgment. I didn't even know what it said until I uh went to and and opened the Bible and then words jumped up off the page and back onto the Bible. And after that, you know, uh, I had seen it in a vision in my bedroom on my knees. I saw it. I wouldn't even know to go to Isaiah 61 if I hadn't seen it in the vision. And so when I went to the vision, when I went to the Word, I found it. See, even if you have a vision, you've got to find it in the Word. God, the Word and the Spirit agree. And once you find it in the Word, then you uh, have to uh, study. Some people, as the Lord was saying, He said... I did not send them. They're prophesying out of a vision of their own mind. He says some of them I called, and they had and uh, studied to show themselves approved. They just went. They didn't wait until I say go now. They feel like, look at David, when he was anointed, he was seventeen years old. With all Samuel anointed him, but it was many years before he sat on. And he went through many things. He suffered things. God had to make him perfect. He had to be established. He had to be strengthened and settled. And then guys feel like you're ready to go out and minister to folk. And some people don't know how to operate under God and the way God wants them to because they have not prepared themselves. They 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 might have misunderstood what they were called to, all kind of thing. But God is not the author confusion. If he called you, he will qualify you and give you power to operate in that office. And uh like I said, many times God told Jeremiah, I didn't send them folk, but yet they ran. It's not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth. Is of God who showed the mercy and, and it doesn't matter what people say to you it doesn't matter what you think in your mind you can always get clarity through the word and prayer God will let you know he won't hold it back why would he he need laborers in his vineyard why would he hold back if he calls you why? Well, for what purpose so he said for us to walk worthy of the calling to which we have been called he said he saved us and called us with a holy calling the calling is holy and it's not according to works it's according to his own purpose and grace which was given us in Christ before the world began Amen I wanted to share that with you because I, the Lord, had laid it on my heart, and I have uh, given it over to the Lord that I, I want to do what He say do. I don't have an agenda. <laughs> I don't have an agenda. Uh, uh, let's see. Now, uh, let's go back to Hebrews three and one. Uh, We're gonna. He gave me so much about the apostle. I want to finish that up. He hasn't given me about any other other fivefold ministry. But the Apostle. He's really opened that up. And um, he said uh, in Hebrews 3 and 1 it says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the Apostle and High Priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. And as I said, those offices is heart of Christ himself. Those are his offices. And we got to know that the apostle is still functioning today. Uh, The gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. We Mm -hmm. find that over in Romans 11 and 29. Uh, For those of you that have your Bible apostle and high priest of our profession Christ Jesus who was faithful to him that appointed him as also Moses was faithful in all his house And Jesus is the son over his house his own house in Romans 11 and 29 it tells us for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance uh, It's irrevocable. God is not an Indian giver. If he gives you a gift that's yours, he doesn't take back his gifts. On the day of judgment, you're going to have to stand before God and give an account of the gifts that uh, God gave you. As you notice, it tells us about the high priest that uh, in Hebrews 8, the high priest is the one that gives gifts. <laughs> one of the things that he does is that he gives gifts. Uh, I think it's uh, 8 and 3. Or 5 and one. I'm Sorry. even 5 and 1. Just turn over there. For every high priest, which is our Lord and Savior, taken from among men, he is the son of man, he was born uh, from a woman under the law, so he has a birth certificate, is ordained for men and things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins Uh, in Ephesians it tells us that when he ascended on high uh, that he led captivity captive and that he gave gifts unto men. Gifts. And once He give you a gift, as I said, the gifts and the calling, just like it says in Second uh, Timothy 1 and 9, they are without repentance. If He called you to an office, you got to give an account of that. And God is not a man that He should lie, neither Son of Man that He should repent hath he said and shall he not do it or hath he spoken and shall he not make it good uh, <clears throat> he says in Romans 3 and 4 God forbid yet let God be true let God his truth endure for, to all generations according to Psalms 41 so let God be true but every man a liar as it is written that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings and might have overcome when thou art judge. I want to kind of like uh, unpack this a little bit. He says that he is, in Deuteronomy 32, he is a God of truth and without iniquity. And he magnified his word above his name according to Psalms 138 and 2. We just said his truth endured forever. And that he tells us, but let every man be a liar. He said, your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I see a lot of body of Christ, their faith stands in the wisdom of men. And they don't know what the word is saying. They err because they don't know the scriptures. They don't know the power of God. They don't know the principles of the kingdom but they stand in the wisdom of men and speak what men says, And they really got a lot of faith in what a man will tell them. Uh, and um, <laughs> this was kind of funny. In Psalms 116 and 11, uh, the words, I said in my heart, all men are liars. How can a finite man who only knows a certain Uh, I would say percentage and they say that a man uses like 10% of his brain capacity in the first place how can a man which is finite really exalt himself against God who is infinite and then have all of the parameters all of the the, the the state of proper degree, how, when, where, what, why, have it all uh, in excellence as as, Je- as Jesus is, who is omniscient, who knows all things. And we only know in part, according to 1 Corinthians 13 and 12. We only know in part. We understand in part. We prophesy in part impartial knowledge, we don't have full knowledge so why should our wisdom stand our faith, I'm sorry, stand in the wisdom of men it should stand in the power of God the word of God the counsel of God our faith should stand in the power that word is dunamis miraculous power of God not in man he said in uh, 1 Corinthians 1-29, No flesh shall glory in God's presence. Man's wisdom is finite. God's wisdom is infinite. 1 Corinthians 2-11, Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. The things of God mm. knoweth no man but the Spirit. So you've got to have His Spirit. And as the Spirit giveth to all men severally or in parts to you and it's always going to be in part, it's not Mm going to be full you couldn't handle it, you bust wide open you know, add a full knowledge and it says uh, uh, it says you might be justified in thy saying when you speak you might be justified when you let God be true and let every man be a liar that you might be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thy judge Psalms 51 and 4. See, remember I said that Jeremiah had to go to Hananiah and tell him to his face, God has not sent you. You prophesying a lie. you having these people believing a lie. God has not sent you. He went up there and said that God was going to deliver them uh, in the next two years. Well, God had put uh, 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 Israel in Babylon, and he said seventy years. Period. You are gonna be there seventy years until the land gets its rest. But here come Hananiah and said, "Oh no!" But uh, he even had some iron yokes. He he had uh, he broke them. God gonna break the yoke of your enemy in, in two years. You, God gonna bring us out of here. Hananiah was dead within a year.
1: My
2: goodness.
0: Prophesying and say that God said that God had not said it. And causing the people to get hope that they're going to be delivered out of the Babylonian captivity in two years when God said 70. And they were there for 70 years. Period. But Jeremiah he's bold enough. That's what I'm saying. You got to be bold and have courage. If you believe in something, stand up and say so. If God said it, stand up and say so. Don't throw a rock and hide your hand. Come right face to face like he did to Hananiah. God has not sent you. You are causing these people to believe in a lie. And and and, and the Lord had already told him, he said, I, I, these people have prophesied and I ain't said nothing to them. They are doing it out of a vision, out of their own mind, mm-hmm. out of their own spirit. And I've told you that man does not have original fault. He's going to get it from one realm or the other. And you've got to examine it when it comes to you. You've got to try every spirit, like we said in 1 John 4. Beloved, believe not every spirit. But try those spirits to see if they are of God. Because there are many false prophets. Voices, lords, gods that have gone forth out into the earth, deceiving folk, lying vanities and wonders. That's why he said, before you go and do something, you better try that spirit, test it, prove it, find it in the scripture, back it up. Ask God, ask the Holy Ghost. He'll let you know if that's from him. And, and, and here they, they ran and God hadn't even sent them. That brother was dead within a year. Mm-hmm. God got some fun people that go on saying, God thus said the Lord and the Lord ain't said nothing. Mm-hmm. God forbid. Let God be true. But every man a liar. Amen. Hebrews 6 and 8 6.18 said that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie Mm. we might have a strong consolation what were the two immutable things it was God's promise and his oath he said heaven and earth will pass away before my word passes away I am the Lord I change not Therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. Malachi 3 and 6. James 1:17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. The devil ain't gonna give you no gift or nothing mm. perfect. <laughs> and cometh down. Remember that anointing comes down. Yeah. See you pastors, whoever over at church, you run in the flock. You be careful when people that are not angels of the church, your church, come and tell you what you ought to be doing. God don't tell you to listen to them. He tells you in Revelation 2, he said, to the angel of the church at Ephesus. He is not saying to the beard at the church of Ephesus or the congregation that is at the church of Ephesus. He said to the angel. The one he's dealt with. The one he's personally had a date with. You. You know who I'm talking about. That's who he's talking to. And it's up to the angel of the church to take it down to the beard. Him. not, Not Jesus. But the angel of the church. It said that anointed flow down from Aaron's head to the beard. Which is second tier leadership. The elders. And it flowed down, not up, to the skirt of the garment, which is the congregation.
1: Yeah,
0: That's God's order. And if people that are not part of the head are not a, the angel of the church in your congregation, apostle. Yes. If they the elders and they come and tell you what the Lord said that you should do. Uh-huh. You said, out of order. That ain't the way God, and show them, Yes, this is how God operates. He's not going to come to you and tell you what I should be doing. He's not going to do that. And the congregation, bless their high, you know, they might be, you know, not skillful in the word of righteousness. They might be babes and might have a vision of their own heart. and say, oh, the Lord told me, I remember what I said, the Lord said, one of the congregational members said, the Lord said the church, the church, your fly, uh-huh. that, that you responsible for, need to go on a 40 day fast." That's what he said, she said the Lord told her that. And I'm saying, well the Lord ain't talking to the skirt of the garment, he talking to the head.
1: Yeah.
0: And so maybe she need to go on a 40 day fast. See, God will give That's you cool. authority over your realm, mm. you know, over your house, your job, your car, your your uh, street, whatever assignment you have. he anoints anoint you for that. But he is not going to anoint you to give direction to his flock unless you're the angel, the pastor of that church. And pastors, you ain't got no business following nobody but what God tells you to do. I don't care what they do. You have to obey God because God sees in every parameter they don't. Some of them could be jealous. Somebody could be mad. Mm. Maybe you stepped on their toe and they want to get you together or whatever the reason. But God is not speaking to the beard nor the skirt of the garment. Let's just go to Revelations 2 just for clarity. See, I got to. Back up what I'm saying Go mm-hmm. to revelations 2 that's good El. it'll tell you that right there it is it, very plain revelations 2 and 1 until the angel of the church of Ephesus write these things said he that holdeth the seven stars the seven stars are the angels of those seven churches. All right. In his right hand, right means rule, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlestick. The golden candlestick are the seven churches, and all of the church that Christ is building is building on the various uh, character of the the churches. Now, are one of those seven church at Philadelphia, Smyrna, Pergamon, uh, uh, Thyatira,
1: Laodicea.
0: Uh, Every church that Christ built runs into one of those categories and he walks in the midst of it. And you may not see him at your church but he's there and he sees everything going on. He knows what you're saying and doing and what's in your heart so you better be careful how you operate. He's told me I don't miss nothing.
1: <laughs>
0: but he is merciful and faithful. But just be careful. Uh, I, I'm telling you, Apostle, a lot of us need the spirit of the fear of the Lord. I, some of the things I see, I, I shake in my boots. Because they treat God as though he's common and not holy. Yeah. And they act towards him like he's just one of the boys that don't know mm, anything. Yeah. They treat him like that. Uh huh. And then he go on and say, "I know thy works and thy labor, thy patience, and how thy, thy canst not bear them which are evil." And then you go down to eight, Revelations two and eight, and unto the angel of the church in Smyrna, and eighteen, and to the angel of the church in Thyatira, on and on and on. This is who Jesus is talking to. He's talking to the angel of the church, Yeah. not to the elder. The elder is supposed to receive from the angel of the church what God has told him and find out how he can help the pastor carry it out. He's got to be a er, Aaron and a er, sit Moses down and they hold up their <clears throat> arms. That's all the elders do. They don't come and give direction for that church. huh. Oh, no. They out of order. And on and on, yeah, they go all the way over into three. How Jesus is talking and he's talking to the angel of the church. It says here, every good gift and every perfect gift is come from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. That's James one seventeen. God ain't changed. Everybody trying to say God ain't doing this and God ain't and ain't got no scripture to back it up. Mm where is it, where, where, it tell me where God did change. You know, <clears throat> I want to know. Uh, we need to grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Son of God. It tells us here in Ephesians 4 that he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying, building up of the body of Christ. That's their job. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Some of us don't know much about the Son of God. A lot of us. Unto a perfect man, that man is mature. You know he's not under tutors and governors until the time appointed Mm -hmm. of the Father. He's not on rattles and milk bottles.
2: Glory, that's good.
0: Sucking milk, you see, uh, until a perfect man, uh, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And these things take time. When uh, when the apostles try to perfect the saints, the saints supposed to be patient and wait because God is the one that gives them pastors according to his heart not your heart ah. you say oh, I gotta find me, but oh no 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 <laughs> when I was at the church I'm at now I was waiting because I wanted to hear from God on where to join you see and I was uh, I was gonna check out this other church down the street you know and then I was sitting in the congregation. I had not planned to join that church. At all. I was trying to figure out well, should I go here, should I go there. But I waited. And then I was sitting in the congregation and uh, I heard the Lord speak to me. He said, I want you to help this man. He's a young pastor. He said, I want you to help him. And, it, you know, I could. I remember about Earl, Aaron and Earl holding up Moses on help. Him. He said, now, in a little while, he's getting ready to open the doors to this church. When he opened the doors, I want you to go up there and join. Mm. Now, there was some things that I wasn't all that cool about, and I talked to him about it before I joined. And he said, that's fine. Right. The door just opened. And so, uh, the Lord says in Jeremiah, I believe it's three seventeen. He said, "I will give you pastors according to my heart that will feed you with knowledge and understanding." That's good. See, we want to We want. We think this is Burger King.
1: Yeah,
0: if I can have my mm, way. I can do my thing, good. how I feel and what I want. Right. Uh uh-uh, uh You you do air. Not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. And I'm going to say that again. Many of us are erring because we don't know the scriptures. We done read, but we have not studied to show ourselves approved unto God. We cannot rightly divide the word. I'm going to tell you something about the, the apostles that you never have heard before. And, and you will never again say that the apostles are not for today.
3: Like I laid
0: out about the tithe, and, and, and you could, uh, we're going to put the phone number up here mm-hmm. that you can call in if you want to talk to me. You, but I only thing I say, you got to do scripture. You don't come and tell me what you think of what somebody told you because I ain't going to receive. I gave you the word of God. Give me the word of God to prove what you're saying. And I'm not mad. Like I said, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I need to be edified. I need to be uh, uh, enlightened if I'm wrong. You might have something that I'm not aware of, and I will humble myself under the mighty hand of God. I will. I told one of my co-workers, she said, Oh, Christine, you ain't going to believe what I said, and I ain't going to believe you. I, I said, Yes, I will. i believe what you say if you show it to me in the scripture. I'm not going to believe some man's doctrine of what they think because they are operating in partial knowledge. That's good. We understand in part. We know in part. But the scriptures is a legal document. It's authoritative word of God. It will stand forever. And this we can stand on. We can live by faith. We can walk by faith and we can die by faith. And so, you know, when I joined, it's been wonderful. He's a wonderful man of God. Wonderful. Matter of fact, I don't think I ever heard of a pastor like him before. <laughs> and just smart. And got the wisdom of God. And I said, where did he get all of this from? You know. But you know, God knows where you need to be at. That's right. We think we know everything. And we need to humble ourselves. God knows the best ways and means for us. And if we are going to grow, we're going to have to be led by the Spirit. That's good. We're going to have to know the Word. And we're going to have to know how to rightly divide the Word of truth. And we can't come no more as babes. What was this thing was saying about the babes here? I like what, what uh, the message Bible said. It's talking about uh, for, uh, Ephesians 4.14. We'll not tolerate babes in the wood. Mm. Small children who are easy prey for predators. God wants us to grow up to know the whole truth and tell it
2: My in love.
0: Alright. Uh, in Isaiah seventeen, seven and 15, he said, Butter and honey. Butter is hard times. Honey is smooth times. It said, Butter and honey shall he eat that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Mm. Some of you ain't been through nothing, mm. you have not suffered at all. Some of you just fresh off the bottle. And and even though you've been in the church for 40 years, in essence, you just fresh off the bottle because you have not uh, empowered yourself and exercised your senses for use. It said, 1 Corinthians 2.15, but he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is uh, is judge of no man right. you remember Christ said to judge nothing before the time because many times you don't know what's in the hearts and you don't know the demonic activity uh, that goes on so he tells us to judge and, and, and we don't know judgment we don't even know judgment But yet still, we want to walk around like we're spiritually mature. You see, but before we go spouting awe about what the Word says, back it up with Scripture. That's all I say. Where is your Scripture to back up what you're saying before you go and say what thus saith the Lord or that the Lord told you? If the Lord told you He got it in His Word. He got it in His Word. How much time do I have, Pastor? Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen minutes? Hmm. Do I now? Maybe I could go into this part. Amen. Uh, Let's see. Where shall we go? Uh, I think we'll probably go to I'm gonna set you up I I'm gonna set you up with something that about the apostle because some, once I got into it, the Lord just opened it up, cracked it open like eggs, so I just dived right on in. Let's go to Ephesians uh two and twenty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For those of you that have Bibles. Ephesians two. Yeah. And twenty. Uh, this is very intricate stuff. Yeah. Uh, when you talk about the fivefold ministry, we only gonna deal with the apostle. I'm not gonna go into the prophet, the evangelist, pastor, and teacher because they are very, very intricate. I tell you. And 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 uh, I got this here. Uh, where is my favorite I did this back in 1998. And I went into the there they these offices are governmental ministries.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Uh The key of David that opens and nobody shuts and shuts and no. These are governmental uh, ministries that they have to have to perfect the saints with, and the Greek word is cartatismo. And I did a complete study about them uh, and I got it all here but I'm not going to do but for the apostle because there's a different uh, framing, mending, adjusting that the prophet does that the evangelist does that the pastor does and that the teacher does and it's the Greek word which means a standard by which judgment may be passed to repair or just as a craftsman. That's why these ministries they have to be uh mature yeah. in order to equip. They have to bend the went through something. That's good. Been rejected, oh, good. despised. Yeah. You know, like especially the apostles, I mean they get messed up bad. <laughs> they call the <it> all-score. <laughs> and 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 like Paul, uh-huh. he was left for dead. Yeah. And and the prophets too, Isaiah with song or something. These folk done been through something. And that's why they are skilled. God calls Glory them to, God. to perfect his saints. You see? And then they don't just go through it and come out mad and want to cut somebody. Mm. They uh, will come after they've been lampooned and lambasted and everything. And then they come right out and teach the word of God like that. They'll go to the prayer closet and let God wipe away their tears mm. and then they come back out to the flock and minister the word of God
1: thank you Lord
0: see you can't have nobody that temperamental you know can't take nothing yeah, yeah. can't stand people don't want to be around people uh-huh. you can't have that it's five fold ministry they got to be around God's flock mm-hmm. they got to they got to perfect the babies Equip them, adjust, mend, repair, frame. That's mode Yeah.
1: That's
0: what they have to be to be able to do. what we say Ephesians 2:20. Uh huh. Okay. Let's start at uh 19, please. Uh, Ephesians 2 and 19. Now it's talking about the new believers. Uh, these are Gentiles that have been converted okay uh, remember uh, when they were uh, the Gentiles they were without God they were alienated from the common wealth of Israel mm-hmm. they were strangers they were without mm-hmm. God in the world so here we have them Paul talks about it here in 19 Now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Let me see, where is that at? I have that somewhere. Uh, when I read those scriptures, I usually have them uh, written out and add some something to it and uh, wanted to kind of share a little bit what I had received about uh, Ephesians 2 and 20. And it says uh, that Jesus is not... It, it, Sometimes we go into the scriptures and we say the cornerstone, but it's really capstone. He's the capstone plus he's the cornerstone. When they get the cornerstone in a building, they gotta have it so that every part of the building takes its uh, line or instruction off of that cornerstone, or else it'll be crooked, be all messed up. But the cornerstone is the foundation that everybody draws their information and. And uh, schematics and all of it, offer of the chief corner stone, and he's using Jesus Christ, the apostles, and the prophets. Let's read it again. It says, "And are built mm-hmm. upon." Somebody say, "Built upon." Built upon, built upon. the foundation Glory. of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ Himself. He's an apostle. Yeah. Be the chief cornerstone 21, in whom all the building fitly framed together, groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are building together for a habitation of God through the Holy Spirit. Mm. This is how we've done this. Now And it's built on the apostle and the prophets. Now, one of the things I think possible what people neglect to understand about uh, the apostle uh, and and the gifts that God gives. In 1 Corinthians 12 and four tells us they are diversities of gifts. Diversities, Uh, that means that uh, we might have the same gift, but the way it operates is different. Your gift may operate according to your culture and the way you understand it Mine might, might be. I might talk with a slur, you know. Uh, and I might have to use a razor, but he could use his voice, you know.
1: But mm. it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's good.
0: Uh, but the same spirit and there are differences of administration the way that you do things. I had a lady come to me she's trying to be smart. she's talking about another pastor that preached and didn't have to use notes. Well I use notes and they was trying to say because I use notes and they didn't use notes that they was a better teacher than I am not so. There are differences of administration the way you administer your gift. It's different, but it's what it says. But it is the same Lord. Remember the gift up here, it said it's the same Spirit. But when we're talking about administering, we're talking about Lord, which is Jesus. Uh, And there are diversities of operations, the way that you operate. Uh, But it is the same God. First we had the Spirit, we had the Lord, and now we have God. And it is the same God which worketh all in all. It's no different. But the way that you carry about, the way that you do it, the way that you administer it is different. You see? And I think a lot of times uh, that people don't understand that the, the missions of the apostle is diversified. Uh, the way that he administered, uh, the way that he operates, and the actual gift, which God does not take back his gifts there without him. Once he give you a gift, you got it. Amen. He ain't taking it back. Yeah. I don't know what we say. Oh, well, uh, that's a gift. When he said he gave gifts unto men, he gave some apostles. That was a gift. And he don't take back his gifts. Yeah. Um. Uh, and it says that the apostle, which I, I got it up here, I told you it was apostle, a delegate, ambassador, official commissioner of of, of God. Mm. He's official of Christ, and he has miraculous power. He got dunamis. That's good. Miraculous power. God gives him that function. I told you they can go into a dark place and set up a light, and the devil can't do nothing about yeah. it. They set up a church in a demon-infested place, and the demons got to go. Yes. Oh, yeah, there ain't no, there ain't no would-be, honey. Yeah. No. They are set apart. They are delegates. They are emissaries, a person sent on a special mission. Apostle, you were sent on a special mission Amen. to Africa. Yes. You set up ministries there in Africa where there were no ministries. Amen. That is the ministry of the apostles. Yes, mm-hmm. Uh, it is a messenger, a courier,
2: a, di- a,
1: a,
0: a diplomat. Mm. They can negotiate terms and, and represent the kingdom of God. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, they have been called by God. They are uh, commissioned officers in the kingdom. God has to call you to that. Uh-huh. And like I said here... Uh, they are missionaries. They also are called watchmen. They are watchmen. They got to watch for your soul. They got to blow the trumpet. If something's wrong, they got to let you know about it or that blood will be on their hands. That's right. They are watchmen. They are considered bishops. They minister the word in places where it has not been preached before. hmm Paul calls himself a wise master builder. He was a foundation yes. layer. He had an advanced academic degree. He had penetrated the secrets of his art. Glory. <laughs> Paul <laughs> was. That's why he said, I'm a wise master builder. Good teaching. Uh-huh. And he experienced visions and revelations. That's how we get to uh Acts 2 17. The young men, which are the apostles, they will see visions. The old men, which are the prophets, they will dream dreams. Now, like I said, apostle, I think people get um, mixed up when it comes down to the apostles. When they say that they are not for the day. But but in 1 Corinthians 12 and 28, it says, God... And God has set some in the church.
2: Yeah.
0: He just set the apostles in the church. What did he say? First. First apostles. Yeah. Secondarily prophets. Mm-hmm. Thirdly teachers. After that miracles. Then gifts of healing. Helps. Government. Diversity of tongues. He didn't already put the apostles in the church. So how is he going to say that now for today?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, come on now. Now, what they probably mean, there's a difference between the apostles of the Lamb Mm -hmm. and the apostles of Christ. If you go to the apostles of the Lamb, I'm going to name them for you. In Luke 6, 13 to 16, it talks about Simon Peter, Ah. Andrew, his brother, James, uh, the son of Zebedee, John, his brother, Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon the Zealotes, Judas, which is Jesus' own brother, Jude.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, James is his brother, too. Yeah. And uh, Jude, the brother of James, and Jesus. And Judas Iscariot. Those are twelve and they call them, according to Revelation 21, 14, the apostles of the Lamb. Now, what is the difference? Because we got the apostles of Christ. Now, Paul is not mentioned in the apostles of the Lamb, but he said in Galatians uh, 2, 8, 9, for he that wrought effectually in Peter, which is the apostles of the Lamb, to the apostleship of the circumcision, the same was mighty in me toward the Gentiles. God told him that he should go unto the Gentiles. Apostle Paul. Yeah.
1: I mean, Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Apostle Peter was an apostle of the land and they were sent to go unto the circumcision. Those that were circumcised. God, Jew, uh, Jesus' own brethren. They were sent to... The circumcision and Paul was sent to the Gentiles mm. now you got 12 apostles of the lamb I just mentioned them to you and then you got the apostles of Christ that's found in first Thessalonians 2 and 6 nor of me this is Paul again talking nor of men sought we glory neither of you nor yet of others when we might have been burdensome as the apostles of Christ. There's a difference between the apostles of the Lamb and the apostles of Christ. The apostles of Christ went to the Gentiles. He told them in Acts uh, 1 and 8, you will receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you'll find out that many of the apostles of Christ, they were called after the Holy Ghost came. And they will be witnesses unto me, where? In Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, Mm. and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Those apostles were sent there. Now Paul is included in the apostles of Christ that we just read about in 1 Thessalonians 2 and 2. Mm. Then now he's not included in the apostles of the Lamb. Wherein, even in Revelation, you see... That uh, there is a wall of the city had 12 foundations, and in them the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. There are different categories of apostles. Remember, they have differences of gifts, administration, and operations. So you can't mix the two. They had different calls. Remember Acts 9 and 15. This is after Paul had been on the Damascus road and saw a light from heaven above the brightness of the moon, the noonday sun. And he fell to the earth and heard Christ speaking to him in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. And then he blinded him. <laughs> he was blind and had to go to a street called Straight. Yeah, yeah. And then at that time, now here's another apostle. Because he saw a vision. Ananias oh, nice. saw a vision. Yeah. And Paul saw a vision of Ananias coming in there to pray for him. And in uh, Acts 9.15, But the Lord said unto him, Ananias, because Ananias didn't want to go to Paul. Go thy way, for he, Paul, is a chosen vessel unto me, to bear my name before the Gentiles, not the circumcision, but the Gentiles, and kings, and the children of Israel, Amen. As we said, for he that wrought effectually in Peter, the apostleship of the circumcision, the same was mighty in me towards the Gentiles. Even in uh, Acts 22, God sent Paul, said, depart for I will send thee far hence unto the Gentiles. He was in Jerusalem praying in the temple with a vision, in a vision. And the Lord told him to depart for I will send thee far hence unto the Gentiles and he said I'm going to deliver thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee Acts 26 and 15. see what well, that's what I'm telling you you can't just blurt out what God ain't doing and what, you got to back it up and say why you know. and then you got to rightly divide why were they apostles of the Lamb? Why were the apostles of Christ? Why? The, 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 the apostles of the Lamb were here when, when Christ was walking on the earth. See, they were with him then. Amen? Mm-hmm. And some of them didn't receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. like Judas Iscariot. You see? And 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 uh but the apostles of Christ, they had to go with power. They had to go with dunamis when they went to the heathen, because they had to go without uh, uh, script. I was I saying was here how they they had to uh, open their eyes, the Gentiles, first of all, and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. You got to have power. You're going to deal like that there uh, so that they can receive forgiveness of sins and receive an inheritance among them which are saints See, God told them, before you go to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the other parts of the earth, you got to have power. You wait until you be endued with power on high, and then you will be a witness unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. See, because when he told uh, the apostles of the Lamb, just let me read this here. Matthew 10 and 5. And I'm going to get back there. Let me just finish. When he went to the uh, apostles of Christ, he told them that they had to have the Holy Ghost. And he came on the day of Pentecost. But in Matthew 10 and 5, it says, These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Watch this. Go not into the way of the Gentiles. This is what... The Apostles of the Lamb. This were their instructions. Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of Samaria. Samaritans, enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at. See, they had two different assignments. The circumcision, we're told not to go to the Gentiles. Not to go to the Samarians. Not to go, but to the law sheep of Israel. The circumcised, the people that had been circumcised under Mosaic law. Go there. Preach. Telling them the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then when he get over to Paul and we got some of these apostles of the Lamb, Barnabas, Paul, Andronicus, Junia, Sosophanes, Timothy, Mm -hmm. Silas, James, Peter, the church of the living God are sent out uh, to the uncircumcised. Those that are without Christ, aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenant of promise without God in the world. That's where he sent the apostles of Christ. And they went after the arrival of the Holy Ghost. All right? They also had to preach the mystery of the church. Because if we don't have apostles today, baby. We won't have Christ in you, the hope for glory. We won't have 27 books of the New Covenant. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, if we... <laughs> we won't have uh, a whole lot of things that God gave to the apostles in this dispensation. I had here... Uh, the... Details concerning the doctrine, position, walk, and destiny of the church was committed to Paul and his fellow apostles and prophets. It wasn't committed to the apostles of the land. A lot of those prophets of the land didn't even really know about the church. It was the apostles of Christ that knew about it. Uh, The fellowship of the mystery that Paul knew, they knew about that. Christ in you, the hope of glory, you know... He would put into effect uh, the hidden purposes of God, the mystery of God, how God, hidden purpose was to be put into effect. He gave that revelation to Paul. Paul said, I never received it a man, neither was I taught it, but by direct revelation from yeah. Jesus Christ. He gave him the mystery of the New Testament church. So many things we wouldn't have without the foundation of the apostles. I'm going to shut it off because I know my time is going out. But I just want you to remember that uh, there are a lot of things uh, that the apostles laid the foundation uh. We wouldn't have uh, the revelation of the mystery, the mystery of God's will. We would not have, you know, Colossians 127, the plan of God, which is to be carried out by the church. You know, the church now is to to uh, make known to the principalities and powers the manifold wisdom of God? Yep. Yeah. How are we going to do that? We wouldn't have Romans, 1st, 2nd Corinthians, Gal- Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Philemon, 1st, 2nd Thessalonians. We wouldn't know nothing about the if The apostles were not for the day. Huh? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to share that because we need to study. You say, oh, well, you know. And uh, ain't no well you will. Oh, well, you know. How are you going to be strong in the Lord? How are you going to be a, 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 a workman that needed not to be ashamed? How are you going to be strong in the Lord and in his power? You don't even know what his power is. You don't even know what his word says or how his kingdom operates. Better stop listening to me. Mm. Stop listening to them. They only know in part. They don't know the whole counsel. Only when that which is in part has come. Then that which is in only when that which is what is it say? 1 Corinthians 13 and 12. We know in part, we prophesy in part, we understand it. Oh, when that which is perfect. Yeah. Is come, yeah. Then that which is in part shall be done away with. I'm gonna open up for the elders if they got anything Praise to God. say. Oh,
3: Amen. Uh, uh, I want to go back to what your original uh, premise was today, and that was making sure that we understand what we've been called to do. I think it's it's there's there was a warning in that this morning. And that being that if we're not sure and if we are going on what we desire to do and when others come in agreement with that yeah. we are setting them up for the judgment of God. And we need to be very very careful the Bible tells us that we're supposed to be bold in our declaration of truth. Yeah. Uh, we've been given a commission by God um, at the very end of Matthew. We were given a commission, so yes. everybody has the same charge, and that is to spread the word of God. But it does not necessarily mean that everybody's been called to um, to pastor. Everybody's not been called to lead um, <coughs> people, so to speak. But when you come in agreement with somebody who is not sure, and and now you have, you're have you giving those people a title, and you're giving them um, a sanction yeah. to stand over God's people. When you come in agreement with that, there is blood on your hand. So you need to make sure that people are vetted, And they understand what it is that they are saying that they've been called to. Yes. Because we are now putting God's people in jeopardy if those people have not been sanctioned by God to do what they say that they are to do. Amen. That's dangerous. That's a dangerous thing.
2: Uh, Elder, you bless me. Uh, I'm ministering to a young man who desire to walk in the office of a bishop. And he understood that he needed training. His wife shared with him that the apostle is called to equip the saints. It was powerful. Even Sunday, the message Sunday was, do your part. Being a part of the body, each member has a part to do. Even to your point just now, Elder. And the Lord took me while you were ministering uh, because I know the troubles of an apostle. Now some folks are very um, skeptical of uh, or or, uh, don't want to acknowledge me as an apostle. I'm okay with that. I don't have a problem with that because I walk in the office of apostle. I make full proof of my ministry. I do what I'm called to do, chosen even, because I didn't choose to be an apostle an apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the evangelist, and the teacher are chosen by God.
0: Yes.
2: Jesus said, "You have not chosen me, I but I have chosen you." Mm-hmm. That's an office, especially the office of apostle, is not something that you can just take. Now, some call themselves apostles, and they are not apostles. The Bible says, mm-hmm. "This is what the word says." Uh, Ain't went nowhere because the office means one sent or a special messenger. Yes. I remember in Tanzania, I was I was woke up by a vision. I was wide awake, and the vision was there. was a cobra, telling me that I wasn't going to make it home. Now I heard the witches screaming in the village. We had just planted a church there. Mm -hmm. Glory to God! You said something just now. Yeah, they planted it. Where
0: no church.
2: Yeah, and and, but the demons couldn't do anything about it. That's
0: it.
2: But scream. While that was happening, the next morning my son, and I didn't know this until I got the email, my son had called the congregation together. Everybody took off work and prayed for me. Mm-hmm. That 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 demonic warning was canceled, loosing and binding. Yes. Binding and loosing. Yes. This is the authority that we have. This is the power. Demons fear you mm-hmm. when you walk in your office. That's right. uh, not going around saying what I am. But being what I am. Being what I'm chosen to be. This yes. is what Paul said in the fourth chapter of First Corinthians. Start at verse 9. I love this because it keeps me humble. It's not the office that makes me. The title or as some folks call it a title. It's an office. It's a responsibility that we've been given. 1 uh, Corinthians 4 and 9. This is what Paul said. Hallelujah. For I think that God have set forth us apostles last, as it were appointed to death. For we are made a spectacle unto the world, and to angels, and to men. Folks don't literally really give us much credit. <laughs> we take a beating, but we keep on ticking, those of us who are actually operating in that office. Thank you, Lord. And, and the beautiful thing about the Office of apostle is not a puffed up office. Mm-hmm. It's a dirty office. <laughs> uh, we, 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 we get the, the poop jobs. Uh, uh, the things that folks don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these are also the jobs that folks will come and tell you how to do it. Mm-hmm. But wow. they don't know how.
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. they don't know what an apostle is, mm-hmm. folks. Mm-hmm. They don't know what it takes to be one.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: what what it took for me was to surrender my whole life right. To God, so that He could use me as He saw fit, because that's how He placed us in the body where it pleases Him.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And where He placed you in the body is where you are to operate from,
0: yeah,
2: huh? And not try to tell those who God had placed over you mm-hmm. how to operate in that you office. You
0: can't. That's Especially illegal. if you're not
2: operating in yours.
0: Yeah, that, that's huh? illegal They have it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 the, this is what I'm saying that. A lot of the churches out of order,
1: severely,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. severely out of order. Even when they're not talking to the pastor or talking among themselves about their yeah. pastors, about the leaders. God hears everything. Yeah. Look at Malachi three seventeen. Yeah. He yeah. said they speak often one to another, and the Lord hears. Yeah. And when you go and have, and talk about them, God hears it too. What happened to Miriam?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: They thought God wasn't there. Yeah. Her, her, her and Aaron. Yeah. Talking about Moses and what he don't know. Now God, ain't talking to them. He talking yeah. to them all. everywhere I look in at, uh, at Leviticus. That God spoke to Moses and God spoke to Moses and God. I don't see we know where God spoke to Miriam and God. No, He spoke to Moses. Moses. Yeah. So how are you gonna tell Moses how to run God's
2: yeah realm? Right. And he, Moses is talking directly to God.
0: Mm-hmm, face to face. And here you
2: come trying to tell Moses what to do. Oh, <laughs> this uh-huh. is crazy. Exactly. Yeah. I, you I, I tell you, <clears throat> this time that we're in, see, not only are people talking about what offices are omitting or what's not for today, they're looking at sin. There was a pastor preaching about homosexuality.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That, uh, that was misinterpreted. That, that's not what God meant in that. Now, meanwhile, the other sins, like adultery, fornication, and everything else, is still in line, huh?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How do you omit one sin and not the other? Yes. The other? See that—that's why we have to. To your point, Elder, is we must study to show ourselves We must get into the Word and stop listening to every, every being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. We were in Ephesians Sunday of, of men. men. They lay in wait to trick you. Uh-huh. Uh, they want you to believe them and not the word. Mm-hmm. We have made God so small in yeah. the church, it's crazy.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, folks don't know what they're hearing mm-hmm. nowadays because they're not examining the, the scriptures. They don't, for they don't know. The blind leading the blind, the literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now we're compromising on every side. Forget transgender and homosexual. Mm-hmm. What about the mm-hmm. other sins that are happening mm-hmm. in the church? Mm-hmm. Fornication, adultery. Tree. our dietary. Big huh? time. I yeah. Apologize. Oh, Oh. yeah. Covetousness. Mm-hmm. Huh? Money hungry. <laughs> All kind of foolishness. Mm-hmm. Because we're omitting, we're taking out of the word yeah. what we don't like.
1: Yeah.
2: And then we're inserting our feelings, our emotions, our thoughts, our mm-hmm. philosophies, or whatever. And folks are following that mm-hmm. and not the word of God. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: I had heard a guy, and I had him say it a lot of times, and sometimes I would believe in Sometimes I would, you know. He was sort of to be a, like a mentor, you know, in the church. And he wasn't living it, but he had such a strong, I guess, than you are. But he would always be saying, oh, well, it don't mean that. It don't mean that. And, and then I was sitting home, and, and, and I the, it's like that echo back. And I said, why is he saying the word don't mean that? Well, you said... Uh, the other day is open for discussion.
2: Yeah.
0: Where is that at yeah, that my word interpe- is open for, it, for
2: interpretation, right.
0: And that my word don't mean that. But then men will say that. Yeah. Because they think that you don't understand how to read and study and write a device. So they'll mm-hmm. try to call itself breaking it down so that you can understand right. better. And say, well, it don't mean that. Well, it do mean it that. It does. And the last time I heard him say that is when, uh, when Jesus was at the well, and um, he he told that woman that she had five husbands. And he said that it don't mean that. In other words, what Jesus meant was that she was living with five men. Mm -hmm. But that's not what Jesus said. said. (laughs) Jesus said, you have had five husbands and the one you are with now is not your husband. But they stood up and said, well, it, well, what Jesus said, it didn't mean that. Yeah. They would always talk about what Jesus just said yeah. don't mean. They didn't talk about, you know, what the Samaritan woman said or anybody. But what Jesus said, it don't mean that. And you got to watch Amen. that. That's yeah. cunning craftiness.
2: Yeah. Elder just said, we have a charge to keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Paul said, pray for me that I might preach boldly as I ought to preach. Uh, we can't be afraid of the the the, no. the, the, the recoil that comes, or the, the backlash, or any of that.
1: Uh,
2: the word is what it is. It's it's what it says. It means it. That when you read the word, what it's saying is what it means. That's how you simplify it. You said something just a second. I have to touch on this because you've known me for quite a while now, you know, probably about five years or so when I'm teaching I don't use notes mm-hmm. but you teach and you use notes and every time we our teaching are so synonymous
0: that's true
2: they're so parallels they're so alike mm-hmm. why you said it so that we don't get caught up in the, in the, in the, uh, the competition part of I teach better than you and you just did it. it's one spirit
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's the beauty of our relationship because mm-hmm. we're following one spirit. Yeah, we're not following all those other spirits. He said, "Believe not every, every spirit. spirit." We believe the same spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, Holy spirit. which we also have obtained. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah! Your spirit and my spirit are in agreement with the Holy Spirit that we both follow, mm-hmm. and I thank God for that. I just need you know, to know. He says
0: later. many times uh, when you find people always. Coming up against what Jesus said.
2: Uh-huh.
0: He said that's an anti Christ uh-huh. spirit. And that spirit is already in the earth. The actual person is not here. Yet, right. But his spirit is here. That's good. And anything that exalts itself against or opposes Christ yeah. is. And you might use that spirit and not be aware that you're using it. Uh huh. You think as you know you try to be, you know, deep and try to say what Christ mean. Yeah. But what he commanded and it was. He spoke yeah. and it's stood fast. His word is like a contract. He will yeah. not alter the things that have gone forth out of his lips. Yeah. And when you say Christ, it don't mean that. Yeah. That is an anti-Christ. Yeah.
2: Or you know, someone trying to interpret the mind of God. And Who can know the mind of God? Who knows his thoughts? Nobody. So when we started talking about, yeah, when you stand before the Lord, God going to ask you why you didn't do this and why you hated, why you hating on the transgender. What? This was posted the other day. <laughs> no one's hating them. In fact, our job is to warn them uh, because judgment is coming. And if we don't, do what we're supposed to do or say what God said. There's no attack on the transgender or the adulterer or the homosexual or the liar because all of it is sin. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if we don't address sin, guess what? You're not going to inherit the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Period. And there's no cute way to address sin. Sin is death. You said something last week. Snatch them out of the pit hating Mm -hmm. the garment even spotted by the flesh. Mm -hmm. That's our job.
0: Absolutely.
2: That's the job yeah, of the absolutely. church. The fivefold ministry have that responsibility.
0: Hating the garment.
2: Hating the garment, God. not the person. Mm-hmm. God so loved the world, yeah. and he put that love in mm-hmm. us. You said it in Joshua. He said he would give you shepherds after his own My heart. heart. If we love God, we got to love his people. That's right. For real, for real. Mm-hmm. And loving you don't mean... Uh, tiptoeing and dancing around the tulips and trying to be all cute mm-hmm. and all that and being sensitive oh wait, their feelings. No. Or, or trying to compromise or sugar up the word. Mm-mm. I heard someone say the other day, you're, you're a little harsh. I said, well, you know what? I'm not harsh. Hell is.
0: <laughs> That's true.
2: And I ain't never been there, but I, I, from what I read, it's not going to be really? pretty. There's, there's no, no exit, let up
0: no exit. So
2: if there. my words hurt you Or the word of God Because that's all I'm giving you mm-hmm. If I give you the word of God And it hurts you It's not me mm-hmm. It's you rejecting the word That's, it. that's all it is That's, it. that's the reality exactly. We want to try and make it something else But it's not mm-hmm. If I'm giving you the word of truth Out of love mm-hmm. Which the word tells me to do yes. And you reject it The pain isn't coming from me mm-hmm. that's right. The pain is coming from you you're rejection. You're resisting the truth. And you're holding on to that thing that's killing you. That's all it is.
0: You know, um, did you further. have something to say? Did you have something you wanted to say?
2: Praise God.
0: You know, the Lord told me, he'd been telling me about, you know he always got King Saul mm. But he said King Saul was anointed. Yeah. King Saul had hands laid on him. He prophesied with the prophets. They even thought he was a prophet. You know, I guess he got up into aesthetic language or tools. Mm. And all of these things. But yet he rejected God.
2: I was sorry.
0: And, he wound, and he's in hell today.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's in hell.
2: That's good. He
0: died without mercy. He died without mercy. Korah. Dad without mercy. The ground opened up and they went live down to the pit. You think this is something to play with? Come on, Elder. Do you think we're just making this up as we go along, honey? we telling you the truth. And a lot of people that are assuming offices that are not theirs, or they get in there and nice. they get haughty and high-minded yeah, yeah. and proud Jesus. and they get so that they don't have to do what God is telling them to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. You could start off good.
2: Uh huh. He
0: said you did run well. Who hindered you? Mm-hmm. That you shouldn't obey the truth, and wound up with all of this, and wound up in hell, and there yes. are no exits there. And and you might be taking this lightly I mean, when you talk about people saying that you're harsh and, and 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 you hate you no. Know, you hating on uh, transgenders, you know that's a lie. That's a yes. what it is. Is you, you just
2: want him to be shut up? Shut up. Yeah. Wow. And that's what's We're happening. you are
0: not gonna shut up. That's what
2: they because they're using words like uh, transphobe, homophobe, mm-hmm. this and that. And that, that that means a phobia is a fear of something. The God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of love and the power our, of a sound mind. mind. So I'm operating in that mm-hmm. because I love you. I'm going to tell you what the Word says. Mm-hmm. Now, if you reject that, I mm-hmm. I can't force it down your throat no more than you can force your belief down mm-hmm. mine. And that's what's happening. We're forcing these things down the church's throat, telling them to shut up. Yeah, come on. And that's what's happening. Folks are yielding to the lies. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to, <laughs> praise God. There are some of us that's not going to. We have to stand on the foundation that Mm-hmm. It, that was established by yes. the apostles, by the prophets, by the teacher, by Christ. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's the chief cornerstone. And we follow after him. He, everything falls under his line.
1: Yeah.
2: He's the standard. Amen. Not Apostle McGill. I don't have a heaven or hell to put nobody in. Mm-hmm. But I know this I ain't going. <laughs> and if I can, I can turn a whole lot of people mm-hmm. away from hell that would, would be going because they're believing their lies. Mm-hmm
0: demons have already, oh, even in Paul's day, you know, they tried to stop them from preaching to the governors and to the yeah. policemen and all of that and, 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 and Paul said, "You will be blind for a season." Yeah. See, keep messing with the body of Christ and trying to tell them what to say and what not to say. They've already got their instructions from the Lord, yeah. and and He said He wants you to understand what it really means when you keep slathering up to us. Well, you got to speak the truth in love. Speak the truth in love. Go study what that really means. Yes. Because you make it seem like that we got to, you know, uh, shut it down or or, or, or put some, uh, you know, what is the word I'm trying to say? Uh, Not be so harsh and stuff. You don't understand what it means when he says to speak the truth in love. love. That's right. You, it don't mean that we're going to sugarcoat this thing right. or, or, or uh, kind of make it palatable yeah. for you to eat it.
2: Yeah.
0: No. It means because we love, love
2: you, we're
0: yeah. going to speak the truth. Amen. <laughs> it ain't what you think it means. Yeah. Go search that out. Yes. Because, I, well, you know, we got to do it in love. We got to do it in love. And, and then to me, that means that we got to alter the way that mm. we do it.
2: No. But it's in love that we're doing it.
0: It's because we
2: Because love of love him. that Speaking we're doing the
0: truth.
2: it. When you chasten your child, you do it because you love them. You don't want to see them dead in the streets. No. If you don't guide them away from the dangers that are facing them out there in the world, they're going to die. If you don't chasten them when they need chastity, they're going to die. Oh, my goodness. God knew that. That's why he said, beat them and they will not die. Uh, yes. Don't, be, don't be, beat them to death. Give them a whooping. Spank that butt mm-hmm. uh, That's
0: right We That's took chastity
2: him. Out of the hands Of the parent, And now the police Can chastise Uh oh
0: They gonna kill
2: them Police said they ain't, they ain't spanking them mm-hmm. They shooting them mm-hmm. Without question
0: Do you remember That last It was two two years ago When that guy Was It was a traffic stop And that guy Ran The cameras Went off of him but Somebody else was. Yeah. And that guy ran And that policeman Shot, shot in him in the mid, back in And it. threw something Up there to make it Seem like he had yeah. Tried to do something but he didn't know that he was on camera. He was
2: being recorded. So you got
0: to but be, You better discipline your kids, yeah. honey. You don't know what's going to happen when they get into the hands of, of, of law enforcement.
2: Yeah.
0: That's why you need to train
2: them. Yeah. The world is harsh, mm-hmm. <laughs> crude, uh, unmerciful.
0: Mm-hmm. And I tell you, uh, uh, dude, we, this is no play. We only get one shot at this. We don't get a second chance. Yes. We got to get it right the first time. Yeah. Because if you wind up in hell, there are no exits there. Come on. Whew. If you think this is something to play with and bandy about, think again. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. This is you going for your life.
2: Yeah. Our Savior, Jesus Christ, had already went to hell. He's not going back down there Come to <laughs> set the captive free. That, that's done already. Amen. Once. Praise God. And
0: quit messing with God's word and trying to change it. Mm. Trying to alter it. Fit it. Yeah. Leave it alone. Amen. The word of God can undergo scrutiny, it can stand forever. I don't need your help yeah. to interpret it. That's
1: good. Amen.
0: So we just thank you. Amen. I just feel I've delivered my soul today. Thank you, Lord. I've been in a prayer and this has been so grievous on me and um, but the Lord took his time and showed me the different realms that's good that's what you need you need to get somewhere and sit down and let the Lord teach you something train you show show you some stuff and it's all in his word but we too busy we got this to do we got that to do Ain't no shortcuts. Yeah. I was so upset this Sunday when first I ain't gonna be at church today, I'm going to the picnic. I was furious. What you doing? What? God come first. I don't care what my relative is doing. <laughs> no, this is too important, it's too critical.
2: Yeah.
0: We're in the last hour. Yeah. We ain't got time to play no more.
2: So we're having to share with the church. Um, remember when Jesus, at 12 years old, the, the feast was going on.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: all the family came into the city and they were just celebrating. Mm-hmm. He was in the temple
0: studying mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> at 12. Amen. Praise God.
0: Well, my family, we came here for family union, I told them up front, I'll be down here at 9 o'clock because I'm going to church today. Amen. You can go with me. Yeah. I'm going to church. After church, yeah. we'll have whatever we going to do. But I am not going to forfeit the hour that God gave ah. me to be in his house, working in his house, worshiping in his house, giving him the glory. I'm not going to jeopardize that for nobody. That's good. I just Thanks. thank you so much for tuning into the broadcast. I, I thank God. His word was founded. He mm. did eat. Yeah. And his word was unto us the joy and the rejoicing of our heart. For we are called by his name, mm. O Lord, Lord God of Host, I just pray that the word of God has found you. I want you to let us know if, if, if God has ministered to you. Let us know. We want to continue to pray for you because we truly love you. And, and it is a sacrifice to come and minister the gospel. Uh. And, and we do undergo a lot of you know misunderstanding and whatever. That's all right. But what we want to know, we want to know if anything has helped you. And um, we want to eventually put the phone number up yes. on the board. So we go have a call-in service if you want to talk or share something that the Lord has given you, you know, concerning any of the uh, topics that we have yeah. here. You know, I don't mind sharing with you, but I always ask, Give me scripture and verse. Do not give me your opinion of what somebody else has said. Show it to me in the Bible because that's the only thing I'm gonna go by. It's a legal document and it will stand up in the Supreme Court in heaven. Yeah. It will stand. So, you know, we're no more babies. We're gonna be mature sons and do it the way the Bible tells us to do it. So I just thank you, uh remember what Jesus told the people? On the Feast of Tabernacles, he said, If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believeth in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. This spake he of the precious Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. I love you. And I'm praying for you. You have an outstanding morning. <laughs>